Well, if you heard it, if it's on Spotify, I finally reached a point where I can advertise for Spotify. They've given me ambassador ads, so thank you for listening if that happened. So I guess we're moving into a step in the right direction. And spoke with Debbie in the UK, and she pumped me up a little bit because I I think, you know, that whole emotional situation with, you know, especially my mom, you know, my dad, he died, but still he ditched me a long time ago. But my mom made that decision. That's that's what my fasciologist told me today. She's like, she made the decision not to come, but it hurt my son and that bums me out. So yes, this HEDS puts us all over the place. And one of the reasons this hit me so hard, now can you tell a little, little bit of difference in my voice? I went and had my fascial remodeling session today. Now, last week, right before I found out about my father, I had just had work done in the in the abdomen area, in the pelvic floor. Now, that is where we harbor the majority of our pain. The pain of being told you're not good enough, or you're overweight, or when a boyfriend dumped you, or a girlfriend dumped you, or your dad didn't want you, things like that. The pregnancy, all of that stuff. All of those things are held in the pelvic floor. And what is it? Your yoni? You know, I, I guess for sexual pleasure, your your desire to want to have sex, I, I've given up thinking I'm ever going to be able to have a good orgasm again. And I just say that because it sucks. And that's what she said. But <laughs> it's the fact that we are so guarded. At least I am. Okay, I want to pleasure the man, so I need to squeeze tight. And if I squeeze tight, I could pop a pelvic bone out. And if he hits me just right, it's going to pop out the pelvis. Uh, anyway, but uh, it's not a pleasurable experience. And I started feeling less than, less than a woman, less than sexual because this process of sex and having to go into sex was not pleasant by any means. So I started doing some research and we're going to have Axel Bolin on and he was kind enough to send me a documentary that's not been released yet. So I feel really like I went down the red carpet before everybody else. I feel like a little girl and emotionally I am like all over the place. I'm, you know, I'm, when I left, she said, you're going to probably, you know, be moody. You're going to cry. Things are going to hit you the wrong way. You might be bitchy. And I'm like, so like every other day, but I, what I had done today, this was the first fascial remodeling session that I was contemplating never returning. And the pain that I have left now in my body that I feel, it's not really the pain from where she worked on it. First, it was brutally bad. But right now, I'm feeling it, one little spot in my nostril, which will drive me nuts, and the back of my right leg. And it's intensified. I told you it gets intensified. But our fascia has six times more nerve cells than our muscles. And I found out through this documentary that there's another explanation for why women 
are subjected more to illnesses that are mostly related to women, you know, like, well, PMS, but the joke is men get PMS too, but it's our PMS, but fibromyalgia and hypermobility because our bodies go through a rebuilding process and women in your fascia, female bodies rebuild themselves two times each month. Once when you ovulate and once when you menstruate, menstruate, you have your period. Your body is actively rebuilding. A man only goes through it once. We go through it twice a month. And that is another reason why it affects, it seems like it affects women more than men. And another thing I found out, about 95% of all studies are done on men, even in animals. They use male mice. Why? Because sex and the hormones make it difficult to come up with the studies that the results that they want. Now, when diseased fascia becomes inflamed, the flow of fluids in the body as well as the immune system are affected. And the pear itself impedes healing. Now, the hyaluronic acid that I've spoken about before is the lubricant of the fascia. And when it's diseased, the hyaluronic acid turns to glue. And I experienced that today. We have been working on my hip since November 2021. Today, the releases were so intense, I screamed, I yelled a guttural yell that, I mean, it wasn't a, ah, it was a, ah, I mean, it was brutal because we are getting down to the root causes of my pain. That's why I beg of you, work on your fascia before it stops working for you, before it gets to this point. My pelvic floor, where everything is held, all of the the harboring of bad things and traumas and things that you don't even think are there, are there. Today, we had to rip the fascia from right where my my thigh, right where my thighs connect, my hip bones connected to my pubic bone, pretty much. And when she went over my C-section, it felt like I was being cut open with a knife. It was some of the most intense pain I have ever felt. And I was like, why in the hell am I going to put myself through this? Well, I wasn't walking two years ago. I wasn't able to talk. And I'm getting somewhere, although, yes, I'm still limited. I'm in bed. I'm struggling. But I feel like I'm going, I'm getting to the maintenance part. But the, the And every week, my husband was like, well, she said you would be at maintenance last week. But I'm like, but we just got some adhesions that we didn't know were there. My pelvis now moves. I'm like, he should be a happy man now, you know. 
but my legs now move. I didn't realize my body is supposed to be more mobile than it actually has been. And right now, I am feeling pain. I, I wish we could have gotten to it today, but we needed to get to these other ones because, I mean, it did. It felt like just a hot poker just digging in my skin. And when I came home and was taking off my, my clothes and my underwear, it felt like I had a sunburn. It was just, my skin was so sensitive. And right now, I know there's going to be one more little nugget in my nose, but it's going down, that one fascial adhesion. I can tell there's still an adhesion right there in my nose. And we were going to wait for two weeks, but I'm going to try to go back next week because most people, when they are working on their fascia, they're trying to create tightness. Most of us with HEDS already have that tightness, right? Our joints have jiggled and wiggled out of place and done all of these things. And our fascia is doing its best to protect us by holding everything in. So that stomach that I could bounce a quarter off of wasn't a rock hard stomach because I worked it out and was so fit and trim, it was bound with fascia. And I was so stressed about the events from last week that this was my first session that I didn't, I almost didn't think I was going to get through. But it's because these adhesions are so deep. So that's why I beg of you, please. I was lying on the table going, why am I wasting my time trying to share this with anybody? I'm not helping anybody. I don't know what I'm doing. Do I even need to continue with this? I, I want to do the physical training thing. And then I'm like, but am I going to make any money if I do that? And how can I make this work? And I just need to relax and realize that I have a purpose. And that was to do the personal training so I could learn how to better take care of myself the corrective exercises so I would make sure that I wasn't teaching myself or anyone else how to do something improperly so I can get to the Fascia Training Institute, which is what I, or Academy in June, which is what I plan on doing. So I've got to make this work. In addition to trying to do Facebook, which you know I hate, and this podcast, which I dearly love. And this is what I want to keep doing is the podcast because I feel that I relate better with words, maybe not so well, but as opposed to typing things and keeping things out on Facebook. But I'm just trying to keep myself involved with individuals so that, you know, I can hopefully turn this over to somehow make a difference because they are coming up with new studies. And Carla Stecco who is the founder of, 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 of a fascial uh, institute area. She's, she's got a lot of names under her belt for what she's accomplished. But they have discovered a new cell in our, in our fascia. Now, your hyaluronin occurs between the deep fascia and the muscle, facilitating the gliding between these two structures and also 
within the loose connective tissue of the fascia, and that guarantees the smooth gliding of adjacent fibrous fascial layers. It also helps promote the functions of the deep fascia. Now, in this study, a new class of cells in the fascia was identified. They have now termed it fasciocytes. They are devoted to producing the hyaluronin-rich extracellular matrix. This goes along with a fibroblast, which is a type of cell that contributes to the formation of connective tissue. That's a fibrous cellular material that supports and connects other tissues or organs in the body. All of this has to work together in order for your fascia to not be glued down to itself or God forbid the bone. Because I'm telling you, when I got off the table and started walking, I felt like I was in high heels. I honestly didn't, couldn't quite figure how to work because my pelvis was free. Now my hips don't lie, but I didn't know they were lying before. I didn't know that my hips weren't moving. I had just gotten used to this feeling and it was stemming from my C-section scar. So if you are moody, if you are having issues, one day you're up, one day you're down, you get what they're saying, you know, the brain fog, take a look at your fascia. This is so real. And I am, you know, like I said, my mother-in-law had convenient fibromyalgia because she couldn't do anything until I showed up to her house. And when I showed up with her medication and cleaning her toilet, she was following me room to room and surprisingly much better. Now, since I had my appointment this morning, I came home, I immediately took a shower and I got in bed dressed a little bit, starting to get a little tired because it releases a lot of emotions. And we'll talk about all that on another day. But the main thing is, I wanted to share that I am now walking straight again. I don't have like my right side longer than my left. But what's happening is every fascial adhesion release allows the deeper one to become more prominent. It's not a new fascial adhesion. It's, as I said before, you might have started with your left hip because that's where the pain was. But the pain actually was coming from your right knee. And it dominoed effect to where it affected your left hip. You'll find that when you start working on your fascia, when you work on one area, as I say, follow the pain, you'll start to feel more pain in other areas that you never experienced before. Remember, I never had any pain on my right side. Now it's my right side. My left side feels foreign to me. But this, this podcast is pretty much a daily diary for me, a daily journal. And I'm thinking there's a way you could do a question and answer. So if, if you can see any way to give me a question or, or whatever, or contact me, 
through Messenger on Facebook or however you want to. Go to my page, Christy Lynn Hanshee, whatever. Say, hey, I want to chit-chat, whatever. I would love to hear from you and love to share, you know, anything you've learned with everyone else and would like to know if by chance I'm helping you at all. It kind of helps me, you know. I mean, does it help you listening to a crazy lady uh, going on and on and maybe making no sense? Does it maybe give you some hope that you can work on your fascia too? And I know a lot of you out there have had children and that affects us in so many different ways. They talk about postpartum depression. What about post-fascial depression? You know, when our fascia is affected and it is greatly affected during pregnancy remember the visceral fascia the goopy stuff inside your belly things get rearranged and if you don't bounce right back to where you need to be then your fascia starts protecting those body parts that diaphragm gets stuck in a different spot i have no appetite i really don't have the desire to eat but i could feel today working on the adhesions in my abdomen and we've been working on my abdomen for quite a while like i said you never would have thought that i had so much buildup on my left hip november 2021 is when we started and i just now got to get the release where my legs actually now move my shoulders now move and, and I'm really dreading next week because if I do keep that appointment and don't skip a week, I know right now it's going to be something in my foot and, and, and working on your feet is like working on your ribs. It's super painful because there's not a lot of meat down there and it hurts. It really hurts. So I beg of you. Start doing something because when she did my C-section, I might have mentioned this and I'm going to mention it again. It felt like the incision was being made again. And what she was doing was ripping each adhesion that had been built up from the C-section. Be careful when you work on your stomach. Don't work in a circular motion. You want to work across the muscle fibers, with the muscle fibers. As much pressure as you can stand. And remember, a lot of emotions are held in the pelvic floor. Remember, tools are not for insertion, only for external usage. But feel Reach down and feel from the pubic bone area to where it attaches to your leg. Reach down and feel and see if you don't feel a wall of bound fascia. If you had a C-section, if you've subluxed your pelvis, your hip, just see if it's not tight down there. So that, And pretty much what I'm saying is if you're lying down, you stand up, you know, make your hands in a V. And put them right down there at the crotch area. And tell me what you feel on the sides. 
Does it feel hard? Does it? I won't say it. Does it feel hard? Is it tender to the touch? It shouldn't be. It should be nice and bouncy. And I know there's probably going to be some more next week. And I'm determined because with HEDS, our bodies start to feel like we are one big blob of tightly bound fascia. Because that's essentially what it is. Our bodies have gone into protective mode. And you might not be able to feel the individual adhesion. You might not be able to see it. But I bet you sure can feel it. And every doctor has probably told you there's nothing showing up. You have no nerve problems, no issues. But you know what? My fascial adhesion in my left butt cheek was compressing the nerves that were going down to my legs that were causing my neuropathy pain. Didn't show up in any testing that they did. But I felt it. And I knew it was there. So don't doubt yourself. Don't question. Don't second guess. You're not crazy. The pain you are feeling is real. Light and brisk. Work on your fascia any way that you possibly can. If you can find someone that does myofascial release, get there. And, and, and I'm not talking about the melt, the melt method. I'm, I'm talking about somebody actually really manipulating your fascia. You can manipulate your fascia. That's what massages do, but they're temporary. Working on your fascia with these tools is a big positive. It's a big step in the right direction. So on that note, we'll leave with start working on your fascia before it stops working for you. Know that your pain is real. And if you had a C-section, if you have scars, touch around that scar. Tell me how it feels. If you had something drop on your foot, touch in that area. And then follow that pain. I bet it's going up to your calf, going to your knee, going to your hip. It's up to you to take control and work on your body until we can get the daggone doctors to accept this. There are studies after studies now being done. New cells are being discovered. And we're still being overly medicated with no hope. So I'm here to tell you there is hope. And I thank you for being a part of AWOL Zebra. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a lovely day. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.